Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to both mics. Welcome. We are on episode 69 here. I can't believe it's been 69 episodes, 67 of which were with Mike Taylor. I'm Mike Sofka. I am one of the both mics. I'm one of the two. Mike Taylor's the other one. But we got another Mike here today. Trey Sofka. First legal name's Michael, right? The government name is Michael. All right, yeah. the government name. Your government name. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Welcome. Thank you for uh, sitting in for Mike Taylor. He's cruising around the world somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This, is, this has been fun. Yeah, no, it is. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to get right into it. You may be listening to this one post-Halloween, but if you are, that's okay. Just make sure your kid didn't dress up as anybody from Squid Games. Trey, you know what Squid Games is? Have you seen that? Yeah, I know what it is. I've heard about it. I haven't watched it yet. It's one of those things where it's so popular that I don't want to watch it, but at the same time, I kind of want to know what all the fuss is about, so I'm kind of in limbo right now. Like, I'm, I'm torn on what to do. I was fortunate enough to be on the front end of that curve, like... I was on nice. it, before, you know, not to say I was the first, but I read about it and I saw about it and I, I watched the whole thing like in a couple of days, you know, just yeah. a couple episodes here, a couple episodes there. I think it's only like eight or nine episodes. And uh, anyway, I, there's a New York school system that's saying their elementary kids are not welcome to come in costume as anything from the show Squid Games. And... It looks like a gym suit if you're in a green outfit, and then the other outfit, the pink outfits, it's like a gym suit with a hoodie, or like a mm -hmm. decontamination suit with a hoodie, and they had yeah. like a black, like speaker material type face mask, and the head character of those people reminded me kind of like of the Power Rangers guy that you would see on the screen there, you know, with the big chiseled, yeah, yeah. weird face. So I found that interesting that they were picking out. That you can't dress as this, you can't do that, and I just, I don't understand that. Well, I you can you can speak to the show a little bit better than I can, but isn't there like decapitations and stuff? And like yeah, oh yeah, there. So I I think that's perfectly fine to tell a nine year old, hey, don't don't dress up as the guy that decapitates another. Dress guy up like Dracula, like somebody breaks into people's houses and sucks the blood out of them. Yeah, dress of up course, like that. That's much better, much better. I just, I, I don't, I think part of the reason why this, this, this out, like this uh, costume is so popular is because it's so simple. It's not even because they love the show that much. It's literally green tracksuit top, green tracksuit bottom, or pink hoodie. Well, that's, that's it. Basically, the premise of the show is all those people in the green outfits are there, and the last one standing is going to get a pile of money. And every time somebody's eliminated from the game, they, their share of the money gets put into the pot and they play elementary school type games, red light, green light, stuff like this. And okay. so it's, it's, it's interesting how the whole thing happens. I don't want to ruin too much of it, but according to the guardian.com early research has shown that costumes from squid game are already becoming one of the most posted costumes on Instagram this year. Vans, a shoe company that makes white slip-on similar to one seen in the show, has reported a small bump in revenue as more people are buying white sneakers. Yeah. Other schools have reported children playing out versions of the show at school. We've, we've been seeing kids trying to actually hurt each other. They say that the show is appropriate for children age 16 and under, but warns parents the level of violence is very intense in the show. It wasn't like over-the-top intense because I think, yeah. like I said in the last show, 68, you're kind of desensitized to some of those things at this point. But it was it was a very interesting show. So I, I gave it two thumbs up. Okay. It was done in, uh, in South Korea. And the original versions in Korean, but they did an excellent job with the dubbing of the voices. It wasn't over the top like old kung fu movie. Like the voice was, you know, the mouth was going, "Stop!" <laughs> you know. See, I, I kind of like that. I I, I kind of wish it, it was like that because that that like that that campiness I think goes well with the with from what I've heard the show is. 
but when I didn't read too much about it. I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, wow, I want to watch this, but it looks like it's in subtitles. And then I flipped on Netflix and found that, no, there's a dub version. I said, well, let me sit through yep. one episode, and if I can make it through one, I can make it through the eight of them or whatever it was. And sure enough, it, it got interesting to me, and I, I didn't read you know, about any ulterior storylines or anything like that. But to me, it was a real statement on society where we are today. You know, I'm not trying to over look and make the movie too much of what it's not, but I really think it's a more a statement on capitalism and more a statement on how we, how we are as a society and stuff like that. It was just really interesting that they would have this. It's an interesting thing. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it. It's, I liked it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch it when it's no longer hot and cool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's no longer, no longer going to be the hottest costume in, of 2021. I'll probably watch it in like January or February and be like, oh, that's what all the fuss was about. Okay. Well, all the fuss on Monday, November 1st, is going to be about the McRib. The McRib is back, and I can't believe I'm talking about the McRib on my show, but are you, are you, are you a McRib person or not? No, I've never had a McRib. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. never had it. Ne- never, never fully interested me because, like, like obviously I know there's no bones in it. But when I think of ribs, I think of baby back ribs and just the look of it. It looked like I'm yeah. gonna bite into it. And I'm just gonna bite into a rib bone. Like, uh, I don't know. I've never, never, never really been a fan. Yeah, well, the whole thing. I agree. You know, it's a, it's a, it's molded. Like, it's how do you get things molded like that? Well, it's it's like that pink slimy stuff probably and I just I I just I don't know I I've had it it's pretty good but I, yeah. I I've had boneless rib sandwiches other uh, places where yeah. you can they do the rack ribs and they take out the bones and it's you know a little jaggy or you know the meat's a little almost pulled like pulled pork or pulled beef or whatever but yeah yeah I don't know if I can get past once like once you see the pink slime and stuff like that how they make food and stuff that's just yeah. like that i can't i can't get totally on this vegetarian thing because all this impossible meat and beyond meat and stuff like this yeah. i i mean i get it but don't tell me it's plant-based you know what i want to know you know what i want to see i want to see the plant show me what the plant looks like don't just tell me it's plant-based. I want to see yeah. the plant. I want, if I go to your place and you have plant-based meat or impossible meat or whatever, I want to see the plant in your dining room. I want to see the plant I'm eating. I mean, yeah. right? When, when you go to a steakhouse, sometimes they have cows on the wall and stuff like that, right? Is that asking yeah, too yeah. much, you think? No, and it's like going to Red Lobster. You see the lobster. Yes. The lobster in the tank. You, you, see, you can go you pick see. out the live lobster. They will kill it. Drop it in boiling. What a barbaric thought. I mean, if I just told somebody about this years ago, before it was possible. Okay, here's the deal. You're gonna go in a restaurant. You're gonna pick out a live lobster. You're gonna throw it in boiling water and kill it and serve it to you on a plate. You know, like get the f out of here. Stop. So, so hypothetically, they show you the plant, and it's the plant. It's the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. The big, massive plant. That's in fine. The back. You're in? You're That's, down? It's fine. You know why it's fine? Because now we've established a level of trust. Because okay. you, you've shown me, behind. you've pulled back the curtain on The Wizard of Oz, the guy. No, don't yep. look behind yep. the curtain. You've pulled that back. We're transparent. Yep. I, 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 maybe you're not showing me or telling me everything. Mm-hmm. Show me something. Lie to me. Tell me. This is the yep. plan. So, so hypothetically... You got the plant from Little Shop of Horrors yes. behind the curtain in the kitchen. Yes. If that thing eats meat and eats humans, yes. is the person who eats that plant now a cannibal? Are are they are they still vegetarian if the plant is meat is eating meat? That's a good point. You can't eat so a Venus flytrap. If, if your food's food is meat, are you a vegetarian? Well, the same goes for people who eat cows because the cows are grazing in a pasture eating the grass. So yeah. while I might be not be a vegetarian, the things I'm eating are. Yeah, I eat vegetarians. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I well, so circling back to the McRib, the McRib is an absolute masterclass in supply and demand and marketing from McDonald's. Absolutely. The only reason why the McRib exists is because from October 
till February or however long the McRib is available, that's when the, the pork prices are at their lowest. Brilliant. It's the only reason why it exists. And they, they've done an absolute masterful job of making it this big ordeal. The McRib is back. The McRib is back. No, they just bought something that was super cheap and elevated <laughs> to a level where you where you think it's a big deal. Like it is an absolute chef's kiss. Mwah. Masterclass yeah, on marketing well, and supply. Well, when you go into you know smaller restaurants and finer establishments and so forth, they don't have the menu that's plastic coated. They give you a piece of paper and show you what the three options today are because the chef went to the market and selected the mm -hmm. vegetables, selected the yep. fish, selected the beef, brought it back, and he's got enough to make this many. And we're gonna run out. Oh, I'm sorry, we're out of that. You know, that's that's yeah, yeah. what it is. That's the same thing. So you're right. It's brilliant. It's what restaurant 101. That's awesome. Good. It's 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 an absolute masterclass by McDonald's, and it. it I, every single time the McRib is back, the McRib is back. I, I I get reminded of, of like how like this is the ultimate scheme that they pulled off and they continue to pull off but year after year. Even even though you know you may not enjoy the process or the thought of how it's made or the fact that it doesn't have bones and all this stuff, haven't you ever just said, you know what, I need to try it just one time? I mean, millions of people eat this thing, you know, and it. I, I aren't you adventurous at all in that respect? Yeah, I, I, I am, but I'm also of of the mindset where, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, I get it. And I so, get it. So, like, if I go to McDonald's, I usually get, like, maybe this is just the the college kid in me still resonating a little bit. I usually get two or three McChickens and a fry. The dollar menu. Four yeah, for five bucks, five you can eat bucks. like a king. Good to go. Except, you are good. I think now the dollar menu is becoming the $2 menu. So, still regardless the McRib is always like seven eight bucks now will I eventually try it probably but anytime I I go to a place that I've, I've been to a few times I look at the other stuff I'm like oh yeah oh that looks good oh that looks pretty good but then in the corner of my eye there's the tried and true it's just it's just glowing waiting for me to select it it knows it's going to be chosen it's just a matter of time I'm just fooling myself into believing that there's a chance I don't get that. No, I get it. I get it. Well, a lot of people were getting cigarettes during the COVID lockdown. Whoa, not that guy. We're too early for that guy. Cigarette use is up. Cigarette sales in America were falling, then COVID hit, according to CNN.com. They say more, and I'm trying to picture this in my mind. I really am. You know, I get it. You're bored. You're on lockdown. You're at your house. You don't get to go out and have interaction and all this stuff. What makes you cross that line and go, hey, I got it. I'll start smoking. <laughs> Where do you, how, how is that crossed? How do you cross that line? In the cloud, your oh. data has the power to do the extraordinary. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. So is it is it more people are buying or are the same people buying more? Ah, there you go. See, I was trying to pull up the story, but then all sorts of music was playing. So I'm out on pulling up the rest of the story here. But that's a good point. Maybe it's the people who would only smoke when they were at work on their break, yep. don't smoke. Yep. But now they're home all the time. Now they've started smoking two packs a day instead of they're doubling, one pack. doubling and tripling down. So I think it may not necessarily be that a million more people are smoking. It's just those and same couple and, million people are and, smoking that and much. cigarettes over the years they've had these agreements with the government and stuff and sales have been supposedly steadily declining they've had to put stuff on the yep. packages like hey you could die your baby could die you know this and they're like hey okay great let me pack this right. down here let me fire one up I was yeah. in a, I was at one of those convenience type stores, a Wawa or, or something like that, and the guy the guy in front of me was getting like cigarettes and, and, and it was like eight dollars and I'm like what the hell did this guy buy? And he's got one pack oh, of yeah. cigarettes. And I'm like, yeah. And some people are smoking that every day. Two of them. Yeah. 16 bucks yeah, a day. I, Smoke up, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen it before, too, where, like, uh, I got my sensible Wawa sub, right? It's got, the, <laughs> right. got the little receipt. I'm like, all right, they're making my sandwich right now. This is going to be a treat. I'm doing the math in my head. For I'm $7, like, I got a drink and a, and a sandwich, and you got a pack yeah. of smokes. Yeah, so it's like I got my sandwich, I got my got my Arizona tea, got a nice bag of chips. I'm like, all right, got myself a good meal. Then the person in front of me drops eighty seven dollars on a carton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I 
collectively through the month have not spent $87 at a gas station. You did it today. Like, oh Well, my wait a God. second. When I go when I went to Bucky's, I did spend 70 some odd dollars and I didn't even buy gas or cigarettes. Well, that that's different. That <laughs> they, see that that's a little bit it's not like That was more of a in. destination for me. There's not a Bucky's exactly. in my neighborhood. Yeah. You went there knowing you were going to try different things. And right. uh, that's another point. You try, you got different things. Yeah. You didn't get a, a carton of sin sticks, as Ned Flanders would call so, them. Uh, <laughs> so you're about half my age, give or take. So it, where is the your generation on smoking? Do you see it a lot? Do you not see it a lot? Do you think it's, it is on a decline? Do you think it's on the upswing? Your, your generation. Um... I say from my generation, it, I'd say it's definitely on the decline because I can count on one hand the the friends that I keep in contact with that I do know smoke. But going back to the point earlier, they smoke a lot. Like, like they, they 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 let them rip. Like they they don't hold back. So so, so does that interfere with your time together, or does that does that either subconsciously or consciously affect the times you could spend together? I think I think it does a little bit because we we've had we've had times where we've been invited over to people's house and we're like bowling back and forth. We're like, all right, well, we have to get up early tomorrow. Well, that's fine. We can just leave a little early. We still make an appearance. But then the last point is always God, we're going to smell like smoke when we leave. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's always that's always a, like I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a factor or it wasn't lingering. Like it's always in the back of your mind like. Uh, God, it's like it's it's not gonna be great. Well, a lot of times if you go to bars and depend on what state you're in or what county or whatever, even you know, and it's been years. My experience in the restaurant business for a long time was your smokers are your drinkers, your drinkers are your smokers. That's why the smoking. Yeah. Believe it or not, folks, there used to be a time you would go to the restaurant and you would give your preference whether you wanted to sit in a smoking section or a non-smoking section there used to be a time nowadays i know that's pretty much gone the only time you do that is if you're at a bar with like a late night menu or whatever or outside on a patio somewhere maybe but so your generation you don't think is as smoking as much as my generation or previous generations you definitely think it's on the way down I definitely, I want, I definitely think it's on the way down because, like, I think back, I think back, to, like, even to to college, um, like we would have, we would have all these house parties and we we'd have a bunch of people over. Nobody was ever smoking. Like, no, like we we'd have 20, 30 people over. Nobody was ever smoking at all. So it's like, if, if one or two was smoking out of twenty or thirty, that's ten percent. Right. Like I'm talking zero percent of the people there were were doing that. So I, I definitely think it's on the way out and. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, th I still think it's going to be around. It's going to be a thing. Sure. Um, but I think, I think it's going to be around. It's going to be a thing because it's something that some people, like some people grew up with their parents ripping them. Right. <laughs> two I, days. Oh, it's I, just I can remember being little and stealing smokes from our step grandfather, uh, and Stark, you know, he's a smoke, uh, lucky strikes, no filter, you know, and he's a, through the pack like that and then take one out yeah. and he put it in his mouth and right after he put it in his mouth because it was no filter he was right on tobacco he would go and spit out the little piece of tobacco uh. that got stuck on his tongue i can uh. remember him sending me to the corner store to buy cigarettes for him i was like 10 years old 12 years old something like that and he'd give me the the dollar three or whatever it was for the pack of cigarettes exact change because he knew how much it was and yeah. he said, they won't say anything, but if they do, just tell them, you know, I sent you. And I was like, all right, nowadays. Can you imagine selling smokes to a 10-year-old? Can you imagine that? You'd be shut down. You'd be kicked out. You'd yeah. be, you'd be arrested. Then you used to go yeah. to, uh, you ever been to a bar or a club and they, they have allowed smoking in a whole place? As soon as you walk in, it's like... Oh yeah. my god! You went with me that time we went to that, we were gonna try that English pub place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just walked yep. in and I was like, "Oh my god! This the walls are just saturated in yeah. smoke so yeah, bad." There, yeah, there are a couple places in downtown Orlando, but there's one one place in particular I love this establishment. It's called Tanqueray's in downtown yeah. Orlando. It's yeah. so great, yeah. so good. They always have live music. They always have great performances there. Yeah. It's always a great time. But as you descend the staircase yeah, to go down, it hits you. as soon as you cross over the door, 
it just hits you. And it's like, oh man, like it's it's brutal, but it's also an aesthetic. <laughs> if that makes sense. It kind of like with the music and with with the drinking and the smoke kind of adds a, a, an aesthetic to it. But um, yeah, it's I just it's definitely on the way out. But every every man has his vice, so it's it's gonna be interesting to see see our my generation. Get get off my lawn, my generation. Um, I think the focus is going to be more so on like the the vaping and the right. e cigs. The like, I'm curious how that's going to be long term for call it an addiction, call it a habit, call it whatever you want. How that's going to be? Are we going to have in people? Forty years, we're going to find out it causes your feet to fall off or something stupid. <laughs> you know, like, like it took a long time to fit. You used to go when 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 your grandma and grandfather were younger you'd go to the doctor the doctor be in there smoking talking to you i mean right <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just gonna be interesting to see like in in 20 30 years like yeah i've been ripping bubblegum flavored vape juice for <laughs> exactly. years. Is, is that gonna be the new um lucky strike no filter it's gonna be uh the the bubblegum vape <laughs> like what the hell nice Nice. Well, it's funny you pulled out Get Off My Lawn, because that's what time it is. It's time for Get Off My Lawn. Get Off My Lawn. Not in this lifetime, Sonny. Well, I think you're an overeducated 27-year-old version. There's a Mexican, a Jew, and a colored guy go into a bar. The bartender looks up and says, get the fuck out of here. Get Off My Lawn. Used to stack fucks like you five feet high in Korea. Use you for sandbags. Can't you people just leave me alone? Get off my lawn. You'd think the cold would keep all the idiots out. What are all you fish heads looking at anyway? Get off my lawn. Uh, you people are nuts. I knew you were a dipshit the first time I ever saw you. You're wrong, egg roll. I know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, this get off my lawn is interesting here. Get off my lawn is a segment. Well, you saw and heard Clint Eastwood. If you're watching us on twitch.tv slash both mics or on YouTube or on Facebook or however you're watching us, but the... I appreciate you watching us, but we're everywhere. If we're not somewhere and you listen to podcasts or something, let me know. I'll make sure we try to get on that platform. But this is a this is the get off my lawn guy. That's what it is. And here's a story that fits right into that. According to local12.com, 79-year-old father accused of shooting his son for playing guitar too long. This is in okay. Blue Ash, Ohio. This is uh let me put his picture up here because I can. I think I'm far enough away, 900,000 miles away. This guy right here, his name is Fred Hensley Sr. He faces felonious assault and domestic violence charges. Hensley Sr. told police he shot his son, Fred Hensley Jr., with a 380 pistol Sunday because he'd been playing the guitar for over an hour, according to court papers. He allegedly said he was only trying to shoot the guitar, but his son, but shot his son in the side of his stomach. Hensley Jr. then assaulted Hensley Sr. while waiting for emergency rooms to get to the family's home. A judge ordered Hensley Sr. held on a $60,000 bond. The son apparently survived the shooting. Gosh, you were playing that darn thing for over an hour. I'm going to shoot you dead. <laughs> Lock that dumb old man up and throw away the key. Again. Lock him. I, I just, I don't. I don't know. Dude, this just makes this just makes you think. How old was this guy? Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Okay, so let's let's do the math here. Seventy nine, twenty twenty one. That means he was born in how old is this kid? Fifty. Yeah, nineteen. So he's he's born in nineteen forty two. So say he was twenty five years old in nineteen sixty seven. All right. What type of stuff did he do back then? That he got away with. That he's doing this stuff now. Well, sadly, he probably went to Vietnam. Yeah, maybe right, that, mean, that, that could be the case, but that's that's also a great point. What you just mentioned how how old is his son? If he's seventy nine, you, you shot your your fifty. His kid's twelve. I mean, how old is? <laughs> See, I need I need more details on on the son here. Like, this will paint a this will paint a, a, a better picture. Yeah, I gave you the full report here. I mean, I I know I didn't read that much, but that was pretty much it. It was like a six liner here because they you know so, they want you to watch the video and watch their TV stations, the TV yeah. stations. Uh, Site there. So, at the absolute oldest, the the son is sixty two, right? So that okay. that means he had seventeen. So at at the oldest, let's go sixty two. Why is the sixty two year old son living with the seventy nine year old father? Point A. 
if at the oldest he's 62, at the youngest, let's say he's 12 or 13. Because, you know, maybe maybe uh, got, a, got a divorce from the first marriage, married someone younger who wanted a kid, 13 years old, had the kid when he was 66, whatever. So the gap between 13 and 62 changes the dynamic of this story so much. Give or take 50 years, it's all right. Yeah, so if, if he's shooting, if, if it's a dumb old man shooting another dumb old man. <laughs> that, yeah, how much bourbon like, was involved? Yeah, you know. If it's a dumb old man shooting a 13-year-old who's learned to play guitar because he saw Ace Freely on YouTube, like, that's that's sad. Like, this guy should be locked up forever. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I just hope I yeah. I don't grow up to be the, uh, I think I already am that guy, but I, I, hope, yeah. I, I hope I don't grow if up you, being that guy. If you look at his mugshot, it looks like Junior got him pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he shot in the stomach and still lay an ass whipping. Yeah, like Junior got got a couple couple three pieces on in on uh, old pops there. Yeah. <laughs> good right. for Junior. Well, speaking of people that are out of this world, it's time on this show, show number sixty nine. Jeez. Anyway, it's time for the alien update. Buzz looking alien. He's an alien robot. You could be an alien robot, right? Like, not all robots are domestic. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! Alright, it's time to talk about my favorite thing, the aliens. The aliens that are here on this planet. Seven billion people on the planet. There's a handful of them I think are aliens, but Trey brought up a good point in episode 68 that maybe these people aren't the aliens maybe they're the they're real close to an alien who's given them this uh, technology who's given them this wealth who's given them this opportunity because you don't mean you know i look you know jeff bezos doesn't look all that smart to me neither did zuckerberg i take one look at him i'm like are you kidding me that's the guy that's the guy are you kidding me Zuckerberg apparently goes to the same barber as Mark Davis, so <laughs> yeah, like, it can't, can't be that smart, right? And then I look at him, and you know, I, you, you, we talked about the alien stuff on on sixty eight as well, but uh, you know, you, you've been to Roswell, and you, you've seen some of those yeah. uh, documentaries and so forth, and you know, there may be several different types of aliens, or maybe reptilians and greys and all these different types. Have you ever looked at somebody like Zuckerberg and just said, "Oh yeah, he's a reptilian." Oh yeah, I can see that. Or he's a shapeshifter, or whatever. I think it's I think it's mainly in the eyes. Like the, uh, I think some people just have soulless eyes, and I think that's the indicator. Um, yeah, Zuckerberg kind of gives off that vibe. Where uh, uh, I'll give you one. I saw a, a local person that had that soulless thing. I don't know if I told you this story. I went to see Cheap Trick and Stone Temple Pilots back in the day at the UCF Arena. That's It was still called the UCF Arena back then. I think it was the 90s. And um, I, I get there and I got a backstage pass, a meet and greet type thing through the radio station. So we're backstage and I'm gonna do the meet and greet for uh, Cheap Trick there and, and it's it's almost time we're back there. We're congregating and a, a security guy comes by and he goes, I need everybody to turn and face the wall. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, we need everybody to turn and face the wall. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So everybody looks at each other and we all turn and face the wall. And he goes, Mr. Wyland's about to walk down this hallway. You're not allowed to look him in the eye. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? So I turned. I looked. Because I got, I, you know, I got, I'll get thrown out. I don't care. I, I, I just, what am I missing? He walked by and we made eye contact for like a half a second. And he had these like ice blue eyes, like my background here. And he, it looked like he was looking friggin' through me, dude. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. So yeah. Anyway. Well, well, knowing, knowing what we know about that guy, he might've, he might've been looking through you. He might've been in another galaxy at that exact moment in time. True. So. <laughs> so, Very so. true. Very he true. probably was looking through you. I just thought that whole thing was crazy. Anyway, we're talking about aliens here. We, you know, and it, it, we end up talking about the company. So, you know, there's this thing called Oculus. And I guess yep. Facebook owns it. And now 
it, they're going to make it possible for you to use the Oculus headset, but you don't have to have a Facebook account, I guess. They're trying to okay. trying to do something. My question, Trey, is have you used one of these Oculuses? I have not. Um, the closest thing I've had was back when Disney Quest was still around. They had, like, the virtual reality yeah. stations there where you were, like, in a contained environment where they put you in, like, in a little halo around like you were standing in a circle so that like is like a you can run but you wouldn't literally be running 20 feet you'd be like running on like a little treadmill type thing or right, some right, type right. of service like that i see people um i i watch i watch like fail videos sometimes and like i see people like people using these headsets for the first time and they're jumping around as if they're really in this world and like they're they're like Oh, he's coming at me! He jumps up. They headbutt the ceiling fan, break the ceiling fan, shatters all over the place. Or, per, or old grandpa's trying it out for the first time. He gets spooked and falls out a window. Like there's a lot of external hazards that come with this thing. If you're not like in a protected environment or like a a, a, a nerfed room, so to speak. Well, it almost brings you. When you notice this type of virtual reality or, or whatever, they even have augmented reality where you can take your yep. cell phone and point it at something. It'll create something. My whole thing is there's going to come a time and a place where somebody my age and maybe somebody your age, but I would think it'd be more apt at my age because I'd be getting up there in age. Let's say in 20 years, I may not know the difference between fantasy and reality at that point. I may yeah. not know if I'm in a virtual... There's people that think that our entire existence is a computer simulation. And that somebody's yeah. playing a game. And can you imagine? Oh, I got that guy. Oh, I hate that fucking guy. <laughs> I just... So we, we, we mentioned in 68 the meta, right? Yeah. And I kind of tongue-in-cheek jokingly mentioned the meta within the meta. Yeah. What if the meta is the meta within this meta? Crazy. They Crazy. could be right. They could be right. <laughs> that's that's some major pot talk there. That's like, okay, so that means <laughs> under my fingernail could be a molecule with an entire universe. That means oh, yeah. our entire universe could be a molecule over some other greater being's nail. Yeah. Far out, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, what was it, Men in Black, where they're they're like that one of the closing scenes from one of the movies is like they're playing marbles. And inside the marble is a galaxy of its own, where there's like life within that galaxy of that marble. So it's like, man, it's. Are we in a marble? <laughs> I think we might be. Well, I mean, you look at the at the world from views from space, or at least what they tell us is a view from space. Yeah. You know, I. Okay, let, let me put it to you. Are you a flat earther? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't. You, you want to know what's funny? The Flat Earth Society got caught one day because they put out a tweet saying they have they have uh, believers all over the globe. And I'm like, all right, case closed. Case say, say it again, real. Say that one. Say that one more time, really slow yes. for me. Just, just say it real slow. Yeah, I think I think the whole flat Earth thing. I I, I honestly believe it's got to be just people trolling, just straight yeah. up trolling. Just I just they're playing a role. Yeah, they're they the know, they know what they're doing. Like they're they're just trying to get under people's skin, and some people bite, some you know people be really bite. Cool right just... now? You know what would be really cool? If you took picked up that dog shit and put it in a bag and lit it on fire, put it in front of that person's house and rang the doorbell. I think that would be cool if you did that. They're that guy. They're the guy setting it up. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. It's 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 just uh, it's it's. Just people like the fact that they say like, "Oh, you can you can go to the edge of the earth." Okay. Where? Where's yeah. the Where is that on the map? Show me. Yeah, tell tell me where that is. Like, tell me where that is. Like, I don't. Did you dumb. did you come up with this because the map is flat when you looked at it? <laughs> that honestly, that that probably is is part of it, and um, you probably have people who don't understand how, well, I, you know, I could see back in the t medieval times and stuff before, you know, Columbus, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, whatever you want to say, whoever, whatever, you know, there was a time where people were scared that they would fall off the fall off into space. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. It, it's... See, see, back then it, it makes a little, it would make a little more sense just cause 
like we we don't have the easy access to all the information we do now. But even even back then, you had people like the philosophers and scientists like uh, Aristotle who were hypothesizing based on how the stars were that the Earth was round. Like they even had it back then. So like yeah. even back then, they didn't now really make have sure you cla make sure we clarify. We're not talking about the big Aristotle shack because you know people may not know who Aristotle is. So we, yeah. most people watching or listening to this are either drunk or high or both. So I just want to clarify. We're not talking about the big Aristotle. Not the big Aristotle, the OG Aristotle. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's yeah, it's just, it's just got to be people trolling. It's just got to be people that are like just trying to get a rise out of it because it's it's just hard to just like how do you justify that? I just I don't know. I I can't see it. Well, this guy can justify it. Elon Musk. We talk about the aliens here. He becomes the first person to have a worth of more than three hundred. Billion would it be? Yeah, I can't even that's imagine. That's like, I, I, what do you do with that kind of money? What can't you do? <laughs> you you could literally do whatever whatever you want, honestly. And you know what I like about him the most? He constantly trolls Jeff Bezos. If you ever follow uh -huh. him on Twitter or something, he's always ripping on him. And then even when Bezos does something nice and Musk congratulates him. Bezos is like responding tentatively. Oh, he's setting a trap for me. I know he doesn't mean it. You know, he's yeah. in his head. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't think people realize how much bigger a billion is than a million. Yeah. Like I, I like a million seconds is, I think, like a year or something. So a billion is a thousand millions. A billion is a thousand years. If a million seconds is a year. Like that's crazy, crazy to think about. This is according to CBSNews.com, so it must be true. Musk was worth $302 billion as of Thursday, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. That's an increase of almost $10 billion from the previous day, thanks to a jump in Tesla shares on Thursday. So you mean to tell me out of 7 billion people, this guy ain't special? There's not something a little bit different about this guy than everything else? He obviously didn't go to the same school system that I went to. How it just—it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's—it it is crazy. It is interesting, but I love—I love how people—people people justify this guy having three hundred billion dollars. He's like, oh well, he assumed so much risk starting this company. Let, nah, he—he he also took a lot of, a lot, like a lot of, uh, a lot of tax credits for his company, a lot of government assistance, a lot of government contracts, like. Dude's not self-made. He had a well, lot of systems along the way. Check this out. This They go on in this story, the CBS News story. To give Musk's wealth some perspective, consider that it is greater than the annual gross domestic product of nations such as Finland, Chile, and Vietnam. And it exceeds the market value of Netflix and PayPal, a company he co-founded. The search yeah. in Musk's assets comes as lawmakers are considering a billionaire's tax that would take a bite out of the wealth of the nation, nation's nearly 700 billionaires. So think about that. There's 700 billionaires. There's 7 billion yep. people in the world. That's You can obviously just move the decimal point, okay? And yep. then added those 700 billionaires, there's probably seven of them that are almost to his level. And then he's the top of that level. I mean, yep. I could... I. I could probably quit my part-time job if I had $300 billion. I mean, I what, 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 I don't understand what I couldn't do with $300 billion. I could go to other planets like he's doing. Yeah, and that's the thing where you, you mentioned how, like, how his worth went up $10 billion the day before. I'll never make $10 billion in my life. That's a large number, but when you put it in perspective, he already had $290 billion. Yeah, it's not that's that. only a jump of 3% in his net worth. Yeah, it's just... That's the crazy part. He's like, oh, okay. Well, let me tell you, for as smart as he is, for as for all the props that I give this guy, I think yeah. he stuck his foot in his mouth here. And okay. I'm going to tell you the story of what he's doing yep. to stick something in his mouth here. He's opening a college of technology. This is according to okay. NewYorkPost.com. Elon Musk proposes the Texas Institute of Technology and Science. Now, I first thought I was getting trolled here. I thought there's no friggin' way that this guy's creating a university that says TITS, T-I-T-S. 
Texas Institute of Technology. No way. This is a fake story. I this is a real story. Now they're saying he has a he has a reputation of joking and breaking rules on Twitter, but he has announced that he's launching a new university, the Texas Institute of Technology and Science. Is he trolling us all or what? Oh, 100%. 100% trolling. One, one, 100%. And he knows what he's doing. He knows he, he has an audience. He knows he has people that will pay attention to whatever he's doing. And it, the real question is, when he announced the Texas Institute of Technology and Science, what else was happening during that same time that this was announced that didn't get publicized because right. he said this outrageous thing. It's a distraction. Of course. That's the old, look yeah. at the right hand, look at the right hand, the left hand steal in your wallet. Now, for, <laughs> for whatever it's worth, I didn't see this thing that I'm conveying to everybody. I didn't see anybody else come up with the idea of tits or not. It doesn't, it doesn't spell that out in the articles I've seen in regards uh -huh. to this. But what it does do is it, it goes on to say... Uh, that Musk also went on to say he also said Tesla won't have university requirements for jobs because that's absurd. But he's opening a university. I'll build a bunch of electric cars, but don't use them. I mean, what do you... He does what he wants, man. Obviously, it's working. Whatever he's doing, it's working. So, like, more power to him. More power to him. It's going to be in Austin, Austin, Texas, because there's a relatively low cost of living a strong university as well as other popular events like South by Southwest, etc. It's been a hot spot for tech companies and their workers. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think the idea is real. I just don't think there's ever a chance that it, it gets named that. I just don't, I just don't think so. Well, according to NewYorkPost.com, they're reporting third party here. San Antonio Express News reported earlier this year that the company is in talks with San Antonio and Austin officials to create an underground transportation loop in Central Texas, like the one that opened this summer in Las Vegas. They're talking about doing something like this in a Miami area. They're always talking about how we're a, f a foot above water, if that, and how underneath yeah. us is all water. How is there going to be a subway in South Florida? Yeah, answer me, riddle me that. You've lived in there in South Florida. Do you see that happening? No, no chance. Um, I think the, I think this, like, I've always thought, like, growing up in, in Orlando, monorails. I always thought monorails were such, like, such a, an interesting concept. And especially for long, long travel. More so than just going from Epcot to Magic Kingdom or whatever it may be. Like, I've always been intrigued by the idea of that, um... But yeah, I just don't see it. I just don't see it going underground in Florida. Yeah, it's like just, I know, it, I know they're putting up bullet trains and and trains that'll take you from here to Tampa, and Tampa to Miami, or here to Miami, and all that stuff. I, you know, I get the whole thing, and uh, that's great. But I can't see a subway system like they have in New York or whatever. I can't. There's too much water. Yeah, there's too much water in the way. So like, New York was was developed with transportation in mind. Right. Orlando, Tampa, Miami, they were just, they're thrown together as it was happening. They were like, oh, there's more people. Build this over here. Build this over here. Like, transportation was not <clears throat> top of mind whatsoever. And these, these places are way too widespread for, like, any type of subway system to ever be a, a real possibility for the majority of people. It's just not possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see it because if you, again, you go back in time. You tell you tell somebody in the fifties that we're gonna put a man on the moon. You're gonna say, get the fuck out of here. You know, you, mm -hmm. you go back to you, 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 your grandfather tells a funny story. When I was uh, like six months old, an encyclopedia salesman came to the house, so they bought a set of encyclopedias because one of the things the encyclopedia salesman said, "Oh, you don't want your kid to grow up stupid." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, great." Now I had all the pressure on me. I didn't even know it. And and sure <laughs> enough. I became old enough to read in these things, and they would sit down and read to me sometimes. And when yeah. I was five or six, the encyclopedias were already out of date. It was like, one year we will place a man on the, on the moon. You know, that was, we've already done right. that. What do you mean one year? You know, the, the encyclopedia was already outdated. So, again, I just, I don't see how we don't see things coming as a society, as a people. I, I just, it's incredible. You can't tell me something that is unbelievable and have me not believe it and in 25 years i go son of a bitch that guy was right 
Oh, my, right. oh my God. We put a man on the moon. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's the people that, that dare to be different and dare to think differently that end up end up being the most influential. And obviously he's in a spot right now to, to be extremely influential. I just want to get a, I, I want to be a tits alumni. I want to get the shirt, you know, <laughs> I, wanna, I think it'd be great. Are would they have a football team? They come, they come out on the field. <laughs> tits across the chest. <laughs> it's great. Oh my God. It's crazy. Yeah, I think he's trolling us. I want to talk about one of the other aliens, Bezos. His company here, they've released a report saying that they have a 20% stake in the electric vehicle maker Rivion. This is a company that I think is an India-based company, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see here. This CNBC.com says, Amazon reveals 20% stake in electric vehicle maker Rivion and... They've also placed an order with Rivion to produce 100,000 electric last-mile delivery vehicles by 2030. So, okay. yeah, I'm down. I'm in on electric cars. I'm absolutely in. Well, here's my thing. Bezos, to me, is always Musk's little brother. Oh, you can't play ball with us big kids, and he always talks down to them and stuff. This is Bezos trying to get into Tesla's game. This He's trying to get into his yeah. wheelhouse here. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'll buy my way in. And that's what he's yeah. doing. And then, oh, because I own that company. I own this company. I'm going to have those two companies do business. What a, that's of pretty course. cool if you ask me. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Anyway, this if you're watching on twitch.tv slash both mics or YouTube or whatever, that is an actual picture of one of the electric vehicles they're proposing here. Now, I'm sure this is computer generated, but this is what it looks like. So unless they already have one, I don't know about it. So let me ask you this. Where where do you charge an electric vehicle? Um, is this a setup for, for a joke? No, or? <laughs> this is real questions. I have real questions. You said you're all in on electric vehicles. I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Yeah, I, I I think electric vehicles are 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 going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how the technology evolves. I don't think it's where it needs to be yet, um, but I, I know they have different charging stations um, throughout different towns, throughout different cities. I know that you're able to um, be able to charge it at your place of residence, wherever that may be. Well, let me ask you this: Where does the electricity come from that you're charging your car with? Um, it comes comes from the gods. Zeus throws a lightning bolt down every 15 minutes to 20 minutes, provides enough electricity for, for all mankind nice. to, to uh, live off of. Well, my question is, how do they produce the electricity that they send you? How is that produced? I don't know. I'm not well versed on it. Coal. Okay. So that's my question. We're going back to coal times. Not everybody can wrap their head around it. Oh, yeah, we got to get off gasoline and we got to get off this. And we got to get off that. I get it. But what do you do? That's like saying you're not you don't understand why people hunt. Why can't they just get their food like everyone else at the grocery store? What do you think is going on here? So mm -hmm. I, my, here's my thing. I seriously am concerned about electric vehicles because I my biggest fear is I'm going to stall out somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Well, you could do the same thing. You could stall out if you run out of gas. My yeah. whole thing is we have an infrastructure set up where that's less likely now. Is this How long is it going to take to develop the infrastructure for the electric vehicles to be efficient? Well, I think I think the biggest thing with electric vehicles that I'm surprised that isn't, or I'm sure it is, we just don't know about it yet, is the solar power. So being able to do to use solar power as well as the electric component. So obviously the 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 contrarian point of view to that is like, oh, what if it's a cloudy day? Yeah, that's when the electric. That's when the plug-in would come into play. But you go to places like uh, Arizona, Colorado. It's sunny. 320 days a year there i think that those are those are pretty good odds if you're able to find a way to harness the the different alternative uh energy sources to, and, to power a vehicle and, i just think with i think with like you, you we touched on it in 68 about like gasoline prices rising um and like all that rising with those prices rising there has to be an alternative there just has to be 
No, I get it, and I'm all about it. I just, I don't understand the, the giant push now. We just, I don't see us, and maybe it's just my area of the country. Maybe more progressive or more urban areas. Maybe this is a little more commonplace. Somebody's obviously buying these cars, these Tesla cars. Yeah. An, electric, an electric vehicle, if you put an electric vehicle with the same equipment next to a gas vehicle with the same equipment, the electric one's $19,000 more. So I, I just, it's all relative, I know, but you know, the $30,000 car you're looking to buy is now a $50,000 car just because of the engine. Are we really yeah. saving that much? Are we saving the planet that much? Now you have some unique experience with this because you're, you're putting solar engineering on your vehicle, on your, explain to people what you're doing there. Yeah. So my, my wife and I are building out a, um, turning a sprinter van into a camper van. And one of the, one of the things that we wanted to, um, to utilize was uh, solar power. So we have solar panels on top of our camper van. Uh, we've rigged it in a way that feeds the solar power cables through the van itself. So that way when we're in the van, we're able to um, feed the cable into a power bank and through the solar, through the sun, we're able to charge that bank and then use any of our electronics on it. That's awesome. So you could travel all around and still have the luxuries of having yep. electrical. That's cool. exactly yeah. We can, we can still, or like even if we're out in the desert, or even if we're up in a, a forest, or in a, uh, on a mountain, or something. If we have sun, if we have sun, we can have uh, our power bank charging up, and we can still be able to to use it for whatever we need. See, that's that's cool. I, I'm see. To me, I think if I was closer to your age, I'd be embracing it more. But it's just like, you know, back when the internet, the internet, that thing's still around. I'm surprised that lasted. You know, I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I just, I don't, I don't see the electric vehicle. But then again, shit, I thought I'd be flying around in my space car by now when I was young, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I said, it's definitely not where it needs to be, but I think it's, it's in a great spot. And if you look at a bell curve. I think we're just at the beginning of the upward slope of the bell curve on electric vehicles and, and how they can be used. Well, speaking of the aliens still, this is an Apple cloth. Apple is selling these things for 20 bucks, 19.99. It's a polishing cloth. They're back ordered to 2022 now. They're selling towels now for 20 and it's only for your Apple. It's like, you know, are you serious, bro? Listen, there's a market for everything. I there, see there that. Is a market for everything. This is according to 9to5mac.com. Yada, 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 a bunch of stuff. Despite delays of upwards of 12 weeks, they're still selling these things at 19 bucks a pop. It's very effective at its job. The polishing cloth has been a breakout star from Apple's Unleashed event held last week. Now, you're an Apple person, right? I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an Apple guy. All right. Are you going to get one of these cloths? I will not. I'm not that big of an Apple guy. Um, I do like the, I know some some people who, who like Androids, they're like, oh, I like that. I can customize it and do this, do that. I don't need all that garbage. I just need something simple that's effective, that works. Very straightforward. I don't need customization. Give it to me. Give it to me straight. Just I just need something that works. I don't need to change every aspect of everything that's why like the phone works with the computer and vice versa um yeah i, I, I just it's just a simpler way well the uh the photo that they have in this article is of somebody's twitter page um and chitter chant twitter chance miller he's showing a picture of three of them new in a box and he's like the bidding starts at 100 dollars." <laughs> i was like jeez absolutely absolutely sell it man <laughs> do, do your thing chance this is, I'm selling you a handy wipe for your phone. I mean, uh, I don't know. This looks like a dollar store item to me. I I, I just don't get it, maybe. I'm interested to see what it's made of. Like, is it is it some... Uh, it's obviously it some, some like, from microfiber or something. It's got it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm interested to see to, to see the, uh, the, the components that make it up. But, hey, Apple's a brand at this point where they can pretty much do what they want and they'll, people will buy it. Well, somebody else that can do whatever they want, obviously, is this man, Will Ferrell. Have you heard about his thing here? He's turned uh, down $29 million to star in an Elf sequel. He's turned it down. Yeah. Dude, if you're turning down a $29 million gig, you got some bank. 
He's he's got it good. He's he's got that he's got that uh, Saturday Night Live syndication money. He he's said got, he's got it's quite a repertoire of movies under his belt. He said that he did he couldn't sign off on it. He couldn't he couldn't say to people because he'd have to promote the movie. And he said, according to RollingStone.com, oh no, it's not good. I just couldn't turn down that much money, and I thought, can I actually say those words? I don't think I can. So I guess I can't do the movie. So. He's read everything. He's looked at everything. Looked at the whole situation. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Is this okay? We'll give you forty-five million. Will is that what this is? I mean, what? I don't. Th- I don't think so. I think. I think certain certain performers and certain entertainers like him get to a certain point where, like you said, he's got he's got a sizable bankroll already. Because him in particular, he's involved in much more than just acting. Like Funny or Die, he co-founded that website. Um, he's, he's been involved with a bunch of like production type stuff. So he, his hand is in a bunch of different pots and you got to think if he's spending all this time devoted to a project he doesn't believe in, that's time not spent on a project he does believe in. All right. And at this for, for people like him, he, the time is probably worth more than the money. No, I, I get it. The, James Conn was in that movie and, and he goes on to say, we're going to do it. And I thought, oh, my God, I finally have a franchise movie. I can make some money. Let my kids do what the hell they want. But then Kai right. continues, the director and Will didn't get along very well. Will wanted to do it, and he didn't want the director. He had it in his contract. It was one of those things. So mm. I'm not going to make $29 because I don't like that, dude. Stop. I think I could like you for a couple months while we shoot a movie for $29 million. Listen, money money can be relative at certain points. Like it's like 20, 29 mil to, to us is not obviously not the same as twenty nine million to Will. So, no, it's it's funny you say that because that's one of the things I've always used. Like I was in the car business before, and you would uh, see people look at you differently when you went places because you usually made pretty good money and you usually dressed pretty well and stuff, and you'd feel like people were looking at you, and and, and it felt to me like you know. It, I was, you know, I didn't make, I wasn't, oh, I made it in life or whatever. But, yeah. you know, whenever I thought I had it bad, even though I was in that business, I'm thinking right now there's somebody at McDonald's going, God dang, if I could just be in the car business like that guy, you know, it's all relative, right. you know, it depends yeah. on how you look at things. So if you can be happy with less or happy with not killing yourself, you know, that's, that's good. That's a good place to be. So. Yeah, and I, I honestly think with with him in particular, like it's it's definitely a time thing. His time is worth more than any amount of money because eventually you, you hit a point like you make if he turned down twenty nine, it's safe to assume he has at least twenty nine. Yeah, it's, it's just safe. To so I, like at what what point do you get like diminishing returns on? your time versus the check like it's 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 a super interesting uh situation where it, it i think it honestly varies person per person well hats off to him for coming to that conclusion and and making his move and making that stand i do want to thank everybody for tuning in with us we got about a minute left trey you got a shout out what's your what's your author ego there tell everybody that <laughs> yeah so i uh, i've been known to dabble dabble in the uh hip-hop rap game every now and then uh venti vanilla on instagram uh venti.vanilla um on spotify apple music all all that jazz um soundcloud got an ep i'm working on coming soon so that's exciting and venti then vanilla trey, like the, like the starbucks drink yes correct just like the starbucks beverage and then uh at trey and Kristen. uh that's the me and my wife's uh um, Instagram account where we document our travels and document this whole van build out that we've been doing. So if you want to check That's that awesome. out, please do. That's awesome. Thank you so much for filling in for Mike and thank you for, for doing this. You, you've been great. I really appreciate it. And we're going to check out now. And as soon as I push the button, there we are.